This is a Fubar Radio podcast. Go to foobarradio.com for more details. Mark Dolan eats the news on Fubar Radio. The time is 12.02. It's Mark Dolan. You're listening to Fubar Radio and we have an absolutely huge Mark Dolan eats the news today. Uh, lots and lots of big stories. And of course, really the biggest story in town is the airstrikes in Syria. Um, it's a massive one. It's very divisive. Parliament had a particularly long session getting it thrashed out. Um, I'm going to stick my neck on the line. This is Fubar Radio. I'm allowed to say yes to the airstrikes. Uh, I say that with a heavy heart. War is never a good thing. But I think when we, uh, we saw what happened in Paris, we realised already we were at war this is happening and uh, we've just got to go for it because it's a nasty evil cult with echoes on a smaller scale of what hitler was doing in the 1930s so i say go syria sort it out get it fixed and once that's done let's think about doing something about wales have you been to cardiff i'm sure that would help this is fubar mark dolan eats the news on fubar radio now with me in the studio, nodding his head. I had no idea you had such strong views about Wales. Is the comedian <laughs> Leo Curse? Hello. Well, of course you're a Scotsman, so it's, a, it's, Scot. it's a rival home nation. Well, sort of. Yeah, I see England as our rivals. Well, I don't listen. I'm a high achiever. I, 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 I love Wales. I got Welsh family members, but if you've been to Cardiff, airstrikes could make some improvements to that. They could cause a serious amount of, uh, of uh, improvements. Yeah. The only thing is, they've got a flagship next, which I'm very fond of. So obviously, if I was commander in chief, I would protect that. There's a couple of other great retailers there. They've probably that, still that got a C&E. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. It's a brilliant thing. Leo Kirst, top comedian, is with us in the studio, as well as from the Huffington Post, the one and only Jodie Thompson. Welcome to Fubar. Hello. Um, and Jodie, you are, your title is head of blogs, is that right? A blogs editor. Blogs yes. editor. Oh, you can call me fewer of blogs if you like. I don't yeah, well, no, I, no, I like editor because that implies uh, a higher pay grade, which is what I want for you. <laughs> I'll have to talk to my boss about that. Definitely, you're, you're an, you are an editor, and uh, therefore you should have. There should be a, a, an Uber taxi waiting for you outside every building that you're in, or at least a green biro or something. I think you've definitely earned a green biro. Yes, I think so. It's a, it's a very difficult uh, this story because we like to spend an hour having a bit of fun with the week's news and looking back in a light-hearted manner. Difficult to do that. It, there's been a lot of very dark things going on this week, um, and one of the things that our country has had to come to terms with is the idea of getting back into that hornet's nest of uh, a military adventure in the Middle East. Um, now, Jody, you are the uh, blogs editor at the Huffington Post, so mm-hmm. I do not um, expect uh, anything that you say to be the opinion of the Huffington Post. No, indeed. And in- indeed, it's hard for even you to express your opinion, but you can give me a journalistic overview of... Um, of this, because my feeling is that aside from the, the rights and wrongs of it, the, the, the military arguments for and against, um, we're all reluctant, aren't we? Even even the hawks are doing this with a yeah. heavy heart because the bottom line is we've been here before and we've seen what happened. Well, yes, but you've got to take into consideration um, people were going to die, whichever the decision was, um, whether it's at the hands of ISIS, whether it's collateral damage as the results mm, of airstrikes. Mm, mm. Um, but people are going on about Iraq. It's very different to Iraq, very, very different to Iraq. When you're talking about ISIS, Daesh, however you want to 
speak about them. Yeah, the, they're, the, they're minuscule. The branding compared. is a, the branding is a mess, isn't it? They got so they've <laughs> had more name changes than Prince. <laughs> But that's where the similarities end. I was a bit worried, though, because David Cameron kept saying that they would dash in the uh, debate yesterday, and that 80s dancewear range will be really cross about that, I think. Yes, that, that's a really unfortunate uh, little bit of cross-branding going mm. on, which they want none of. No. Well, you don't know that, do you? Maybe well, they do need, ISIS do need tracky bottoms and stuff well, like that. Well, I, confusingly, if, you know, because you do, uh, you have this sort of bizarre thing with ISIS and the branding, and I thought that, I wonder if ASOS have suffered any sort of sales... <laughs> <laughs> sales downturns as a result of this but anyhow so so yes um so the bottom line is that the parliament surprisingly came together i mean the lib dems came on board which mm-hmm. is a big surprise they were against the iraq war and they enjoyed a lot of political capital off the back of mm. having made that decision mm-hmm. i wonder what motivated tim farron this time and others including hillary ben foreign shadow foreign well secretary. yes absolutely contradicted everything that jeremy corbyn had said in his speech beforehand mm. um, and did you see corbyn's face sat on yeah. the bed? i quite wanted someone to do a sort of vine of jeremy corbyn's face and tom watson's face as hillary ben was delivering that I speech know, I know, I that know, would be great Someone's got to do that. Um, sorry, what, what, well, I just what was the aspect whether, that you we, wanted I mean, to talk about This is again? never nice, um, what's happening and having... And already, I, I found it quite ghastly, the way that the moment the decision was made, it pretty much started the engines on those fighter jets. But you the know, thing it is, was again, immediate. there's already been military action out there. Yeah. This, this, this isn't yeah. war, it's an extension to operations that were already because we're being... Because ca- people don't realise this, uh, Leo, we're doing airstrikes uh, in Iraq at the moment. We're supporting the Iraqi army. Yeah, out there, um, we're hated by all of these groups anyway. So I guess it's just time to literally bite the bullet. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I don't know why there's so much fuss over this because, like you say, we're already bombing them in Iraq. Uh, there's just an arbitrary line drawn in the desert, like separating Syria from from Iraq. Um, everyone else is already bombing them in in Syria. You know, uh, Russia, like France, everyone, America. Um, so all we're doing is uh, is really chucking another, uh, you know, a few more in. Um, and I mean, obviously, it's bad. You know, like people, somebody, somebody posted on Facebook that you know, uh, shops and schools and stuff will get blown up. Um, a lot of people have already left, and uh, you know, like, mm. like you, you compared it to the to the Nazis, uh, the the Nazis rise to power because uh, people seem to forget that ISIS do terrible, terrible things. Like recently, they killed, like they slaughtered hundreds of Yazidi women because they were uh, they were too old to take as sex slaves, and by too old we mean like over fourteen. You know what I mean? And um, mm, my God. I mean that's the that's the kind of thing we're up against. Why were you googling sex slaves? I just <laughs> no, only out of interest. Um, so yeah. It's uh, it's it is it's 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 fascism, isn't it? It's evil. It's nasty. And I wonder whether if if there can be such a thing, um, Jody, that this is this is a sort of military manoeuvre which has some moral and certainly political authority this time. Well, I think so, and it's got the UN backing as well. Mm. Um, mm. And a lot of the arguments against why we shouldn't, I mean, obviously nobody wants to see innocent children killed, but that is what ISIS are doing at the moment. That's what we're trying to stop. Um, You would hope with the technology we have that it's not just, you know, scatterbombing, that there will be, you know, targets that they get successfully. But also the argument that there's going to be more... um, terror strikes on the UK. Well, there's already been seven foil this year, so... Well, uh, Tim Farron was uh, on the radio yesterday, and he was talking about some of the reasons why he was moved to support this. 
And uh, f- actually, I didn't realise this because leaders of the opposition, they're quite busy all the time. And he's he's been to the Middle East and he's been to that region just mm. to explore and to talk and engage, which mm-hmm. I find very laudable, I must say. And um, he said one of, the, one of the stories, which is just a first-hand experience that he had, is that he was on the border of Syria, and I can't remember which neighbouring country it was, that had, had rescued um, a family. And it was a child and a father and a mother, and uh, they, they arrived. And there was a translator there, and the kid was saying something to his dad over and over again. And Tim Farron asked his translator, said, what's the boy saying? And the kid was saying, Daddy, our ice is here, our ice is here. <gasps> Now, if you hear that, I mean, the, yeah. the, just mm. that anecdote makes yeah. me uh, brings a tear to my eye. And also, I think it's interesting as well, Tim Farron being very Christian. He's, he's mm. a real man of faith. But the Archbishop of Canterbury, I do believe, came out in favour of a military yeah. action as well. Well, listen, no, the Archbishop of Canterbury took, took mass today in full military fatigues. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a Kalashnikov slung around his shoulder. And I thought, wow, the church are very dynamic these days. I mean, they, they've read the mood beautifully. And uh, he was wearing like Ray-Ban sunglasses. He looked like a kind of third world dictator, actually. It was quite a, quite a unique look for uh, the Reverend. But no, I mean, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's God knows where we go with this. Of course, what looms, because there's some something wonderfully sort of sterile and antiseptic about the idea of the airstrikes you know we've got incredibly sophisticated technology we fly over the region we drop a few bombs i don't say that lightly or flippantly in any way um but it's not we we can't be clear that that's going to to uh cauterize this region and get it all fixed of course not no. it's going to be there's too I many mean, factions in syria in the first place so mm. i mean there's about five different warring factions uh, within yeah so it, yeah it's really hard to decide uh exactly how you would fix it and i don't think anybody actually knows yeah how to fix it yeah um you can kind of understand the situation but how do you fix it? No one knows because it's basically the Middle East is a bit riven now, isn't it, between the, the Shias and the Sunnis. And yeah. The Shias are backing certain factions, the Sunnis are backing others. And what do you do? Well, that's right. And then we've got this other sort of really strange thing going on, which is that we are sort of with Russia, but sort of not. Because, well, obviously it's the USA... France and the UK, who are now predominantly uh, active. To listen to more of this episode and to catch up on all of our shows, go to foobarradio.com.